No matter how busy we are, how can we make the most of our lives each day? By spending quality time together or spending time giving back. However you spend each day, spend it doing what matters to you with Debit MasterCard. Because a life well spent is truly priceless. Learn more at mastercard.ie. The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Today, 90 years ago, the American aviator Amelia Earhart landed in a field outside Derry, walked up to the uh, house, knocked on the door, and when the people opened the door, they said, have you flown far? To which she said, from America. And she became the first woman to fly across the Atlantic, which, of course, is extraordinary given that it was newsworthy when she became the first woman to be a passenger across the Atlantic, never mind flying it solo only a couple of years after that. And to celebrate the 90th anniversary, there are a load of events planned by the Amelia Earhart Legacy Association, of whom Nicole McElhenney is the co-founder. Nicole, give us an idea of what's planned for the weekend. Yeah, we've got a lot on this weekend. Um, really, you know, we had we had our STEM project yesterday, which was you know over sixteen schools across Northern Ireland competed in that, and um, they had to like make planes and stuff like that and get them to fly. Uh, so so we're just full of kids yesterday, and then today we have like an immediate Earhart taster tour. So uh, one of our you know one of our ladies in our organisation, she's actually a tour guide, and she's going to do a specialised Amelia Earhart tour. Then we've got the fashion show in the beautiful Guildhall in Derry City Centre. Um, so that takes place today. And then later on, there's like an Amelia Earhart vintage ball. Um, and in addition to that, we've got like a lot of small businesses making things like tomato soup because that's all that Amelia had, of course, when she landed was a $20 bill and um, like a small tin of tomato soup. So um, we've got like a bookshop also. Uh, it's called Little Acorns and they've they've like... They're doing like a, a media heart reading. So it's, there's a lot happening. It's very exciting, really. And of course, it was total chance that she landed in Derry. She was aiming for Paris, wasn't she? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, the, she had tried to aim for Paris in the same way that Charles Lindbergh did. Um, but unfortunately, she hit really bad weather coming across um, the North Atlantic. And she just looked for somewhere to land, saw the railway line and followed it and just landed in Derry, you know. So it's just really pure chance to land it here but it was a good thing I mentioned at the start that the thing of it had only been a few years beforehand that she had been the first female passenger to cross the uh, Atlantic which in and of itself was a record at the time because it was seen as an extraordinary thing for a woman to do never mind then do the solo flight give us a sense of just how pioneering she was to have done what she well, did well uh, she was just an amazing person you know people just think you know oh she was she was she was great at flying planes and she you know she set world records she wasn't just a, you know an aviator she was a social worker she used to drive gravel trucks uh, her first job was a diesel mechanic um she nursed actually during the first pandemic the spanish flu um she got it herself but she survived it but it left her with uh, like uh, sinus issues and this caused her a lot of pain when she's flying obviously with the different altitudes um she wrote books uh, she lectured at Purdue University. She had, she actually had thirty jobs before she was twenty-eight. So you know that'll just tell you she actually funded, self-funded her own flying lessons. So she's just a great role model for young people, young young women. You know, um, and it's just such a positive story. It breaks across all the political divides and the religious divides. She's just, she's just a fantastic, you know, icon 
um, with all her achievements. You mentioned the the work as a diesel mechanic. Her mechanical and engineering skills were very useful to her because she had significant mechanical challenges on the transatlantic journey, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she did. And, you know, she she used, like, star constellations and star maps because, obviously, in those days, they didn't have all the, you know, uh, equipment that, you know, modern planes have nowadays. So, you know, she was just all into her mechanicals and all engineering, all that sort of thing. And I always encourage young, you know, young people to go for things like that and obviously to break the mould of traditional, you know, uh, patriarchal society and, and, and want to do better than what men done and equalise, you know. And also she was, uh, you know, one of the founding, you know, members of the suffragettes as well. So she just she just ticked all the boxes and she's a great role model for young girls nowadays. And she took positions that at the time were extraordinary. She, she didn't uh, take her husband's name when she got married. She stuck with what's, to use that term, her maiden name. Um, so yes. much so that he ended up getting called Mr. Earhart. Yes, yes. It was actually she actually uh, she she wrote him a letter before they got married, and um, it was like it wasn't like a legal like prenup, but it was basically you know saying look you know you're going to do your thing and I'm going to do my thing, and you know she was actually very forward thinking you know well before her time, um, and and she's just just an amazing lady, and and just she didn't just like break. The glass ceilings, she completely smashed them to smithereens. You know, she's just The level of risk, lady. though, when you look back at the aircraft that she was in, I mean, this is a plane that can do, what, 150, 155 miles an hour, not much in yeah. the way of heating, has to fly at low altitude so you can't get above the weather, is powered by a single engine, and not only a single engine, it's a single air-cooled rotary engine that by modern technology is, is not a hell of a lot past a steam engine. To put yeah. yourself in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean in that is just an, an amazing risk. Oh, she was completely fearless. She, did, you know, she she didn't she didn't fear. She just thought, well, if I if I don't do it, you know, I'll do I'll do it, and if I die trying, well, it is what it is. You know, that was her attitude, and she's just. I mean, there was parts of that journey she couldn't even see her way. You know, and then of course the manifold part of the engine cracked, and she had aviation fluid leaking down her back, and that was all over when she landed. You know, she like all she had was. $20 and a tin of tomato soup to sustain her across the Atlantic, you know, and as I say, like some parts of that journey, she couldn't even see, it was fog, you know, it was hail, thunder, you know, it was, it was really, really quite risky. Did she keep much in contact with Derry after the flight? Did she come back to Ireland after she returned to the States when the flight was over? She didn't come back to Ireland after the States, no, she stayed with the Gallagher family um, and uh she sent the, like a present home from from London, uh, you know, for the kids, the family. She stayed with the Gallagher family, but uh, she, she wrote a book straight away after and said it's called "For the Fun of It," and um, she mentions Ireland and, and the Gallagher family, but she didn't. No, she didn't. She, she had too many other things to do. She wanted to do the solo around the world flight, and unfortunately, you know, she got lost, and that, that was when she went she went down, and she never heard from again. So, do we make enough of the the fact of the flight? landing in Derry? Because I suspect there would be a lot of people who would know about Amelia Earhart who wouldn't know that Ireland played a significant role in that groundbreaking flight. I think, you know, you know, there's always room for improvement. You know, in every aspect of life, there's always, of course, there's always more you can do. And there's always, you know, um, the, that question, what more can we do? So certainly, you know, we, we would agree with that a statement. We try our best. Our organisation uh, is like, like a voluntary organisation with, you know, six of us ladies. Um, doing the work to to keep you know the story alive and stuff like that, but yeah, of course, you know, we, you know, we I don't know, I don't know, I don't think that maybe that we do enough, um, to celebrate women, you know, as a whole, but you know, definitely, you know, we need to do more. 
I assume your involvement in this, Nicole, is, is through the interest in aviation rather than geographically, because that doesn't sound like a Derry accent. No, it's not a Derry accent. I, I moved to, I moved to, to Derry from Dublin just like 22 years ago. So um, I just come up on holiday and decided to stay. I loved it. I loved the people, loved the area and um, the friendliness. It just reminded me of, you know, really old Dublin. So, um, well, I tell you what, so you're I not, heard, you're not letting them influence the way you talk. <laughs> no, I never lost my accent. This is a thing. I've never lost my accent. I still have it. So uh, it's just, just one of those things. I don't want to lose it either. To be, to be fair, I don't want to lose it. But um, yeah, I just I heard the story about Midi Earhart and I thought, I'd never heard this before. And then I looked into it a bit more, than a bit of research. And then I thought, you know, we need to do something here. So myself and my group, we've raised a plaque in honour of Amelia and we're also going to raise a statue. So we're funding for that at the moment. Well, if people want to get involved in the, the weekend's events, a, any website you'd recommend? Yeah, there's a, a Facebook page called Amelia Derry Earhart and then there's the Derry Interband District Council um, Facebook page. Uh, it's all over their socials and our socials. You'll see all the events on there. Nicole, thank you very much and I hope you enjoy the weekend. That's Nicole McElhenney who is co-founder of the Amelia Earhart Legacy Association. Thank you. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.